today's episode, we will be talking about funerals. Fun. Funeral episode. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a fun one, you guys. <laughs> we put the fun in funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, guys. <laughs> and welcome back, guys, to another episode of Grief Uncensored, episode 14. Thank you for sticking with us for this long. I'm Yako. And I'm Julia. Um, yeah, let's just Hop get in. started. Let's it's just... essential. We have to talk about it because it is, like, the only, like, ritualistic type mm-hmm. thing that we do as Americans in American culture. I can't speak for the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, I know that other countries do things a lot differently. Yeah, than but we they do. all have their some every culture every has culture, their own exactly. form of, of of a funeral. Yes. I think, in my opinion, the mm. American ritual for after death ceremonies is too mm, what's the word? <laughs> I don't even know if there's yeah. a word. Uh, is it it's, formal or is no? It's so no, no, formal is okay. Yeah. You know, but, like, and if it's, like, tradition, it's okay, but I just feel like the whole thousand dollars on a funeral thing. It's very capitalistic. And then, damn, exactly, damn. Capitalism, again. No, but that is, I feel that that is the same thing in Japan, too, is, like, you have to pay for an urn, you have to pay for a spot, you have to pay to be buried, yeah. you have to pay for the service, you have to pay. It's just money, 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 I, okay, money. Okay, yeah, let's not blame everything on capitalism, but... I will say that the fact that you have to shelf out thousands and thousands of dollars just to have your loved one be recognized in a public setting is just, like, really fucked up. Yeah. And sometimes I envy how in other countries they have more, like, interactive and you are, like welcoming them to the spirit world and it's more of like a loving celebration yeah and and there's parades and there's like rituals and i don't know all these different types of things that i've looked into and like in american culture it's kind of just like you go to the nearest funeral home and cremate them or have an open casket whatever you decide and then basically just hold a service yeah and it's in a dark room with flowers everywhere and, like, the picture that you had to choose for them to be on the frame. And it is just so miserable with the damn... Oh, it is just... And, you know, every everyone's culture is different, at least, like... And I can say that for in America, you know, you can practice whatever you want to. And that also goes into after-death ceremonies. Like, I'm sure, like, other religions, they have different things. Yeah. In my experience, it has just been very mundane, nothing special. Like, reading some Bible verses, like, does not give me any sort of closure. Yeah. In Japan, it's a very Buddhist-type funeral. So there's a monk there. And it's kind of similar, though. Like, it's like a priest reciting Bible verses. It's a monk reciting, like, Buddhist, like, I don't know, like phrases I guess <laughs> he's like singing and he's like hitting this like drum and we're all just like it's like it's just unlike anything I've ever experienced yeah. mm-hmm. it's a very unique experience I had for sure I mean not unique but it's the fact that I live in America yeah it's unique, it's unique for for yeah. our circumstance yeah in Japan that's completely normal right. but 
for me as oh. um as an American Japanese person or a Japanese American, I just felt like so like whoa 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 whoa. <laughs> There's a lot of um culture shock for right. sure. Right, right. Yeah. There were certain things that we did that I Not never that. thought that we mm. would do. And yeah. yeah, when I shared them with my friends, they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> and yeah, it's definitely a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say how the whole experience of a funeral is so uncomfortable yeah. and so horrible. First of all, pulling up to the funeral site is <laughs> the worst drive ever. No. The absolutely terrible most dreadful drive you're like fucking looking out the window like i can't even explain like the only way i would be able to explain is if i literally like recreated it in a movie yeah because and you need like background sorrowful music and Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. because that is exactly how it feels like it is the most dramatic it's so dramatic because you are like in shock that mm-hmm. you're even going yeah. to this funeral home right now and you have to physically see this person. Yeah. That's something we should talk about. If there's an open casket. Oh, yeah. So should we talk about the about wake, that? too? The wake before the funeral? Because I never had a wake. We just... Oh, oh you just... What's a wake? The wake is when you, like, just go, you see the casket, you say, you, like, kneel, you, like, do a little oh. thing. And then the funeral is, like, a full service. There's, like, the Bible verses. There's people giving speeches. There's a, a lot more people. A wake is more like, it's like an op- it's a room. Uh-huh. You can go there, pay your respect, leave. And then okay. the funeral is more of, like, a set time where you have to be there okay. for the full so service. So we did have a wake. Okay. I called it a funeral. Apparently that was wrong. It is called a wake. <laughs> yeah. And... That is the open casket time where everyone kind of just comes in. Um, the time that we did it was still COVID was mm-hmm. still the rules were still in practice, so we could have a very limited amount of people. Not everyone could just go see her in the casket. Yeah. Um. Only immediate immediate family. Um. Traumatizing. Traumatizing through and through. From the moment I awoke in that day, I awoke the day I awoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From the moment I awoke, the day was traumatizing. Yeah. You wake up knowing that this is the day of the wake and the funeral. You know that this is the day where you have to go physically see the dead body of the person that you haven't even accepted as dead yet. Yeah. And you have to fucking get ready. You have to get dressed. Like, in one episode, we joked about, ha I'm going to wear this to my mom's funeral. Yeah. Because... Like you have to go the fact shopping. that you have to pick a dress out or an outfit out for this for your parents' funeral, like at an age where you aren't even fathoming, yeah, that would happen is. It was I a, can physic- I I don't think I can describe with words yeah. how that feels. Other than the, the words that are coming to me are dread, and. Just yeah, dread. Just, dread. <laughs> just absolute dread. Shock, dread. Shock and dread. Yeah, a lot of shock. Shock and dissociation is what pulled yes. me through the funeral yeah. and the wake. It's because I was... But that's what made it traumatizing, yeah, is that you what... were fucking dissociated. Yeah. You're not even, like, fucking, be, like, there mentally. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, the wake for me, or I don't know if it was a wake. I don't really know. Basically, what it was is I land, right? I land. My mom tells me my dad died. We drive two hours instantly. The first thing we do when I land is drive to a funeral home to see my dad in his open casket. 
Um, he's like in this room and I guess it's kind of like a lake. I don't really know. Whatever. Who cares? Basically, he's there in this room. There's a lot of stuff around him. That's like his photos, blah, blah, blah. He's laying there. Um, that's the first time I had to be faced with him being in that casket and that was literally what two hours after I found out that he passed right. and I was like already on my way to go see him and it was horrible <laughs> that oh my god the devastation horrible does not it, describe yeah there's nothing I can say to describe how I really wish I wasn't me like living that moment exactly. I really wish I was anybody else yep not having to go exactly. I wish I could have been doing anything else not fucking having to go see my dad in a casket dude that's just not something I ever would wish anything on anyone mm -hmm. it's just horrible the worst feeling in the seeing world seeing them in the in the casket is is just shocking like the so shocking the the visual of a dead body hmm don't really know if I can describe for anyone who's not seen it. And it just makes it worse that it's this person that you love and you cherish and yeah. you wanted more time with. And, like, it is so brutal to have to face that. Like, mm -hmm. face to face with reality. Like, the, I mean, it's, it's almost cruel. Yeah. Like, you have to face... The dead body? Like, I'm sorry, but I, that's I just crazy to me. And I sat in the car crying and crying. Everyone got out, and I'm watching from the backseat, like, through my tears of everyone, like, hugging. I'm, so I'm so shocked to even see my family there because I don't really see um, my mom's side of the family that often, but all her siblings were there. And I don't see them that often, so it was crazy to see them, and then it was even crazier to see them. Well, it wasn't crazy to see them. It was crazy to see them in the circumstance. Yeah. Because I, again, this was only a couple of days after I even found out. So it was just like, it's more of, I can't believe this is happening. This is not happening. This is that's not happening. literally this how it happening. feels. And from, yeah, me too. Like I haven't been in Japan in almost four years. So now I'm at the funeral home of when the funeral service was happening and people were coming in. I'm like, I haven't seen any of these people since I was like yeah. so much younger. Right. Uh, I met my dad's brother for the first time in my whole life. I'm like, it's just shocking. It's like, crazy. why under these circumstances? Right. You know? It was really weird. Yeah. It was like, oh, you're my dad's Funerals brother. They're oh. just so awkward. Like, you have to hug everyone. And, and, like, for me as the daughter of the deceased, like, I, along with my sister and my dad, like, it's the attention is on us. Yep. The attention's not on really anyone else. No, everybody's, so, like, like looking at you. everyone's looking at me, and I'm, like, everyone's silent sitting in the room, and I'm, like, crying so hard. Everything around me's blurry. I mean, this kind of thing is, like, why I wanted to talk about the funeral, and the funeral has to be its an episode, because it's just these tr huge traumatic days. It's so traumatic. In the Japanese funeral, I don't know why, but we were in front, like, we were placed in front of everybody so they could, like, see us. And it's like, they could just see me bawling, yeah. grabbing my sister's hand for my damn life. Like, it was like, yeah. I don't know, it was horrible. Mm -hmm. And then everybody goes, has take turns, like, lighting up an incense and, like, bowing and praying in front of my dad. You know, when I was there, everybody's, like, seeing me do it. I don't know, it's just such a weird thing to have feel like everybody's watching you mm -hmm. to see how you're reacting to this 
And honestly, like, if you're breaking down, everyone's like, oh, my God, this yeah. is so sad. Cause I couldn't even control not breaking down. Like, my dad had to literally, like, talk me out of the car. Like, my sister got out, everyone got out, and I was, like, in there still for five minutes watching everyone, like, whatever, talk in the parking lot. And I just, I, I could not get out. I really could not get out. Getting out would literally be putting myself right into... Just the fucking cave of dread and, mm. like, emotion that is just so overwhelming. I had to step out of the car. Yeah. I, I had to. I didn't want to. No. Let me tell you, I didn't even know if I wanted to physically see her like that. And... <laughs> what, what, what really can you say? Like, yeah. I had to. I had to, and it was a decision. I texted a couple people who also lost their um, parent, and I was like, what do I do? Like, did you see the the body? Like, should I? Like, was it traumatizing? Do you regret it? Do, did you wish you did it? I was probably even Googled it because I'm like, what do I do? I really don't know because I don't want to see my mom like that. It That's going to be not, traumatizing, but, like, too. maybe I do need to... Like I just said a couple minutes ago, face face the reality. Face the reality and then also get, not closure, but like, yeah, I guess face the reality and like literally. Face it physically. So obviously I did choose. In a sense, they want you to accept it by seeing the dead body. Like accept it (laughs) in the sense that like you see that they're (laughs) in this casket, you You know? You can't can't deny deny it. it. Yeah, you can't deny the fact that they're dead because they're in this dead casket. I'm not denying it. I mean, I guess that I'm... I don't this is a very morbid episode, you guys. It really I mean, <laughs> fucking... Yeah. Yeah. But also, um, seeing my dad in the casket, I almost didn't even recognize him. He was so fucking skinny. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had cancer and he was deteriorating. And by the time I saw him, he was so skinny. And he had this makeup on him that was like... I was like, who... What? Like, I couldn't... It was... It almost made me want to laugh because I didn't recognize yeah. who was in this casket at all. Uh-huh. It is so uncomfortable. Like, I don't know. It was so weird. Uh. And then my mom is like, you should touch him. I definitely talked about this before. And I was like, I don't want to. That is so scary. Ultimately, though, I did end yeah. up, like, touching his head. Mm-hmm. And it feels cold. And it's not not fun, dude. I'm it's, really getting brought back. Yeah. It's like we've really brought ourselves so far away from this. Um day because it's a yes. really a traumatic day let and me say let me reiterate that we have from this day that we're describing i have tried to forget it every single day since that is not something and we're laughing and giggling now yeah because but like it, it's kind of coming from a place of like trauma yeah absolute like dissociative like traumatic state because at the end of the day, I tried to get rid of every single thought or memory I've ever had of that day. And like I said, as you can see, they have not gone anywhere. I can remember it like it was yesterday if I choose to pull up the emotions like we're doing right now. Right. And I remember every second of it. And I remember exactly how it felt. And I'm glad that I'm able to talk about it openly mm-hmm. because... I don't like keeping things in, but, you know, that was something, like, that I had to experience 
very in a lonely way because, you know, there wasn't someone, like, holding my hand the whole time. And, like, I'm lucky that I had my sister and my dad to be there, you know, and do this with us. Yeah. With each other. Um, My dad is really able to keep his composure. Yeah. And he is very, like, special like that because I don't know how, but he was, like, making a speech at the few at the wake like i don't and and i'm sure he after he was like i don't even fucking remember what i said because who knows like again it's it's, it is a level of dissociation because that's how you have to get through things Mm -hmm. traumatic things like that but like i remember like sitting there with my sister looking at my mom and listening to my dad give a speech in the other room and i mean i can't i it's almost like it's never happened. Like, it's not real. Yeah. And in that moment, it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. But I'll circle back to what we were saying before. Like, when you're looking at this person and facing the reality, and you can't deny it any longer. Yeah. And I ended up being... I would say that I'm, I'm glad that I did it. I don't know what would have happened if I didn't. Yeah, yeah there's um, no way. How would I know if I would have felt regret? I don't know, but... It gave a first level to closure. Mm-hmm. Um, also, in, even though uh, I never got closure, yeah, um, it, it does give a small, small little tidbit of it, closure. It does a little, just a closure smidge. in the fact that I mean, like it's. <sighs> You're still denying it for a, yeah. a while after, even yeah. though you saw the body yourself. But, I mean, again, it's, it's just cruel to have to put yourself through that. Mm-hmm. And then I was also going to talk about at the funeral, like, you have to... Oh, you yeah, you mentioned, like, how they put makeup mm-hmm. and how you didn't recognize him. Yeah. And that was, like, the same thing. Like, it was just... Very. They didn't do a lot of makeup on her. Like, I remember asking the lady before, like, oh, are you guys going to do makeup on her? Again, an, a question and a scenario I never thought I would ever be in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I got thrown in it in a matter of a couple days, asking the lady if they're going to put makeup on my dead mom. She said that they're going to do it very naturally, and they did, so much so where you could, like, see, like, bruises on her mm-hmm. face, and she was just very white. And you're looking at a dead body, okay? They don't try, they don't make it look like a Barbie yeah. or anything. I mean, I kind of wish I put a little bit more, like, maybe some lipstick or something, because I was literally like, this looks like a dead person. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm like laughing because it's so fucking terrible. It's so bad. I don't know. By the time I saw my dad, it had been like two days or something. So he was a little bit like, by the third day, he was looking very dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking very dead. <laughs> and then you mentioned how he was cold. Like, yeah. yeah, that body straight from the freezer. Oh my god, and I just remembered something. He's laying they on ice. Her Oh. Not even in a cute shirt. Like, they didn't, like, I, I don't know if they asked us, but, like, they didn't, like, we could have provided a shirt for her, like, her favorite shirt. They literally put her in the damn, a t-shirt with the funeral logo on it. <laughs> I was remembering, like, I remember, like, what shirt is this bitch wearing? Are you fucking looking at it? I'm like, what? Is this the funeral? It yeah. literally said, like, Crossroads funeral or something. I was like, what is you, what are you giving us? What giving is yourself this free promo? promo? I'm like, I don't know. It was 
it's you, really you're, yourself a free advertiser right being now. I'm like, mm, this is weird. That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, my grandpa picked out my dad's um, funeral clothes, but he was wearing the weirdest shoes. He was wearing <laughs> the shoes were just Oh, not- you could see his whole body? Yeah. Oh, I could only I- see, like, shoulders up. Everything else was under a blanket. Um, I know I saw his shoes. I don't know if I could see the whole thing. I saw his white. He was wearing a white shirt. He was wearing jeans and shoes. And then I think they put um up, like for the funeral they put like him under a blanket. But for the cat, like the wake, he was there. He was just fully there. Oh my god, guys! Laying in the this casket. is crazy. It was so devastating. So fucking sad. I'm so sad. So 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 sad. Um. Then the next day, after the first day where I came back from Japan and did that, the second day my sister lands and we do it again. <laughs> and we're doing it again. Um, and it's just now her moment of facing reality, if you will. And terrible, terrible, terrible. Then a few days go by and then it's the funeral. Um, the whole in-between was like dissociation, just like going funeral shopping, like going to the mall to pick out a dress, blah, blah, blah. But um, I was going to say... In Japan, they make you go through so much, like, the funeral process, the cremation, like, what they make you do. Mm-hmm. Not, not, I guess not the funeral. The funeral is just, like, pretty much any other funeral, but the cremation process, they make you do a lot of weird, not weird, but... Hands-on. They do, it's a hands-on experience, mm-hmm. all right, with the cremation, and... I was like, why do they make you do that? And it's like, I think my grandma said to me, like, they make you do something so hard for them. It's like, you're one last, like, act of service for this person mm-hmm. that you That's love. Nice. And you're, like, putting yourself through, like, hell for the person, mm-hmm. you know? And let me just go into a little bit of what they <laughs> make you do. And I'm laughing because it's so fucking traumatizing. Okay, guys? So, basically... After the funeral, it's a normal funeral service, except it's Buddhist, so there's a monk, and you're lighting incense, and you're praying in different ways, but overall, it's kind of the same. My grandpa gave a speech, um, and that was, like, pretty much as far as speeches go, and um, they played a little montage movie for him, and that was devastating, devastating, devastating. Anyway... Outside of the funeral, after is the cremation. We all drive from the funeral. Not all of us, just the immediate family now. Um, we drive to the cremation site. Um, we go there. We get out of the car. We're, like, at this, like, crema- yeah, cremation site. It's all, like, stone and cold. The whole building is, like, sad. Whatever. Um, I don't really remember. I think there was a whole another like, monk ceremony before. And they, after that, we walk into... Now only, like, immediate family, like, five of us are walking into this big, like, big-ass room, stone room, where there's, like, three, like, ovens, <laughs> ovens, human ovens, where they're, like, where people are getting cremated, and next to the cremation, um, like, little, like, elevator-type things are the picture of the person being cremated. On both sides, they were fully, like, 80-year-old women and grandpas, like, just grandpas, both sides. And then um, my dad was in the middle, looking young as fuck, and half their age. And this is a moment where the devastation hit, because I'm like, fucking wheeling him into this oven. (laughs) The doors close. And at that point, that's when it hit me. The reality is that I will never see his body in the way that I remember ever again. Like, he's gonna be fucking ash. He's gonna be bones at this point. 
It's just so crazy that you, like, watched this happen. Well, the casket was closed at this point. But still, we're, like, watching him go in there. The doors are closing, and I'm just, like, like... Appalled. And this is a part of the ritual. This is, this is just a like part- something you had no, to stand a, in the window. No, this watch. is a part of the ritual. Like only at this point, only intimate family sees this. But it is the that part was so that was the worst part for me because I I couldn't like go. How can had, you not be dissociated through this whole thing? Like who's uh, sits there and is like, yep. Like, how do you just not dissociate? Yeah, no, I was not dissociated. I mean, I think I was a little dissociated, but I was fully bawling <laughs> in my sister's arms. Like, and you know what's funny? You were like, I didn't have anyone's hands to hold. Me and my sister were holding hands throughout the whole time. Like, we, I was, we were holding hands, for, like, almost like we were holding on to each other's lives. Like, like, so tightly, we were, like, squeezing onto each other's hands. And that is the only way I would have made it through. And during the cremation, all right, they make you go into a lunch room where they serve lunch and we're waiting for the body to be cremated. It takes about an hour. So that's perfect enough time to eat a little lunch at the cremation. They gave you a really good lunch and it's like, why Why is this such a wow, good lunch? Wow, I would not have an appetite. I know. it's. Just I a, didn't eat for like two weeks, I swear, after yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's because they want you to have like a good meal with the people nourishment. that... Nourishment. Yeah, nourishment and then it's like... You're eating in their honor, and then you're eating. I with like their the family. idea of it. Yeah, it's like a shiva, a, uh-huh. a Jewish shiva. I uh-huh. think it's called. That's where you eat with your family, and it's like kind of like something like that for a funeral. And then, um, yeah, so we eat our meal, we come out, and then he gets rolled out. And at this point, now I'm seeing fucking bone and ash, lots of big chunks. It's not like he's like powder. He's, like, actual, like, some pieces of bone are, like, this big, you know? Could you, like, put the body together with the It bone? was fully laid out in the shape of a body, like... That's <laughs> insane. It was, like, Indiana Jones just extracted, yeah. like, That's a human skeleton like. with ash. And he's, like... And the guy's, like, okay, guys, here's his head. This is his arms. This is his legs. And I'm, like... I'm dissociated at this point. Yeah, I'm, like, how can you After that lunch, like, how could I not dissociate through that throughout that... And then after that, when you put the, um, the body in the urn, they have two people use chopsticks. You have your own set of chopsticks. You pick up a piece of bone with that one other person. You have to be with one other person or else they believe that the um, soul can get sucked into your body. So you, so by being with mm-hmm. one other person, they confuse the soul mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I don't know where to go. So they don't mm-hmm. enter your soul. So you pick it up and you put it in there and everybody has a turn to do that, which is the most hands-on experience. I, I'm like, what? This is crazy. You know, what I've never like, used chopsticks in that way before in yeah. my life. And that was that was just the craziest experience. Um, and one of his friends actually was like, here, here, take this piece of bone, puts it in my hand, closes my hand, my the bone crushes in my hand. And I'm just standing there like, what the fuck do I do with this? Like... It was so unhinged, so horrendous, and then I'm just like, I'm just gonna put it back. Like, what? <laughs> Literally, what? Dude. I'm completely dissociated throughout this whole time, and I even like it sounds terrible to say out loud, and it was really just as terrible. My as head is like spinning. Yeah. I mean, it's just like what it's a, it's like from a story perspective, you just told a really crazy story, like, but from a reality perspective. 
Yeah. For it my- is so... It's just sad because I, I, I know, like, that that was just the worst moment. It's goddamn brutal. And I'm like, why do why do Japanese funeral processes have to be so hardcore in that way? Like, it is hardcore. Literally, that is hardcore. Like, what the fuck is this? I'm just imagining, like, my six-year-old cousin doing that for her grandpa. Like, kids do this shit in Japan. And it's because, like I said earlier, like, it's, like, your one last acts of service for this person you love. And so they make you go through hell also for you to start your process of acceptance because you have to go through all that and realize that they're really (laughs) I don't even know if that makes fucking sense. I know. It's already bad and you got to make it worse and then you can start to... (laughs) I know. It's just... You know? They make it really hard. Like, I was saying in the beginning of the episode, like, in my experience, like... With, like, a Christian or a Catholic, like, there's less hands-on rituals. And with that, like, they took it. They took it to the extreme. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And I know this sounds really crazy, um, especially from, like, an American point of view. And to the people listening, they're probably, like... Shocked. Literally shocked. I'm glad everyone gets to hear this. This is a cultural learning experience. Yeah, and there's just a lot of different cultural norms, and that's just how... Yeah. That's just one of them, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, yeah. yeah. And to experience it was, I had, I was shocked, guys. I was just as shocked mm-hmm. as you guys right now, and it was brutal. It really was mm-hmm. terrible, terrible, terrible. Mm-hmm. My uncle, I think I told you that my uncle ate a piece of his bone. <laughs> <laughs> you never told me that. My uncle had a little, Why? He, he, there was a bone on his finger. He was like, what do I do th- he just put it in his mouth and ate it. Was he trying to be funny? No, he, I think so, but also just, like, he wanted to eat him to have a piece of him in him. Is that, like, allowed? No, that, I mean, I guess you could do whatever you want with that, but, like, it's not normal, no. That's crazy that he did that. Yeah. So my dad's <laughs> brother, yeah. I mean, it's his brother, dude, yeah. like, honestly. Just, isn't that just crazy, though? Yeah, but I might cut that part out. Yeah. Wow, that is insane. Interesting. That was really interesting. I mean... Yeah. But yeah. you had to give a it's, eulogy. Okay, yeah. And that's what I was going to talk about. It is a... It's just an interesting... It's just an interesting experience overall. Mm-hmm. It, I guess everyone attends a funeral of some sort, you know, at least a couple times in their life. Yeah. Um... This specific one for me was extremely traumatic because it was just too soon, too sudden, mm-hmm. and there's no time to really mentally prepare yeah. for the wake. And that's why the wake was so traumatizing for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it had to be rushed. You know, most t- most of the time when someone dies, the wake is less than a week a week or less. That is the time frame, you know? You want to celebrate the life and then be done or have the wake and be done. So that's what happened. It was under, I think, four days maybe. And it, again, there's, there's no time to prepare. I barely had like one day to really think about if I even wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew at the end of the day that it wasn't a choice, of course, that I was going to attend. But a huge part of me didn't want to and didn't even want to even, again, didn't want to be alive at that point, did not want to be me. I did not want to be Julia at that Mm -hmm. point. So I don't, 
I just had a lot of apprehensive feeling. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Especially, again, seeing it physically, like, I just didn't know if that's something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But we ended up having a celebration of life much, much later, like, months later, like, six months later, seven months later. And that, to me, is a good memory. That's that. That's when I gave the eulogy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, if I were to talk all about that experience... I don't think you would be traumatized, traumatizing. Like it, bringing all that stuff up. You know, of course, I did cry, and it was really hard to sit there. But like, I had my best friends of my whole life there, mm-hmm. joking with me and passing me tissues. I was able to have everyone who was in my immediate support system was there. Yeah, and. It was comforting to see all my mom's friends. And we had a celebration, you know, like we were drinking after. And also, you know, significant time had passed Mm -hmm. to where I was more able to not be dissociated during it. And I I can say for sure that I wasn't dissociated during it. I was definitely irritable, though. Like I wanted things to go a certain way. I wanted people to act a certain way. Um... I still had, like, feelings of anger and resentment towards mm-hmm. um, people there. And, you know, it was still a stressful time. Yeah. And it was still really difficult. But it wasn't even close to the wake. Um, yeah. But the celebration of life and giving the eulogy, me and my sister said our eulogy together. And we wrote it literally the day before Mm -hmm. the night before because we were just putting it off like Mm -hmm. we had in the back of our heads some things we wanted to say but it never truly was able to get on paper until the night before because again avoiding it It, avoiding the cruel task of having to write your own mom's eulogy yeah you know at 20 years old Mm -hmm. yeah the funeral and the wake are very traumatizing, for sure. And something like that, the celebration of life is like more is meant to be more of like a positive thing, where you're highlighting all the good. And that is like part of the funeral too, but a lot of the funeral is like very traumatizing, like you said, because it's right after you don't have time to right. process. You're not ready mm-hmm. mentally, but you have no choice because you right yeah. I want to get into a little bit more about how awkward it is. Because I feel like I skimmed over (laughs) that part of how awkward those wakes and funerals are. Like, yeah, it's awkward because you're the one loudly crying and everyone's and all the attention's on you because you're the daughter and you're whoever, you know, your relationship. The spotlight's literally on you. Yeah. Already. And then... It's just awkward. Like, people are hugging you, and it's fucking awkward. The hug is awkward. Yeah. When they say, I'm so sorry, it's You don't awkward. know what do you say back. You say... You just keep... And then, you know, and then it just gets weirder and weirder. Yeah. People say weird things. Some people would be, like, just trying to make small talk. I had people trying to make small talk, and I'm like... You're like, shut up. I don't want to talk about anything the else. The small right talk... Again, this all adds to this level of, like, what the fuckness, Mm -hmm. and it's awkward as shit, okay? And it was a little bit awkward to be at the celebration of life, even though it was more of, like, a positive thing, 
you still have to go around and say hi to everyone at a certain point. Like, you are making small talk. People are coming up to me a lot. It is very emotionally draining. It is. Um, All these things. And it's just, I, I, I don't know. Like, I just keep saying, like, it is awkward. Yeah. Like, all of these people are here because they knew her, but they also, like, feel so sorry for you. Like, this is such a unique experience because and not unique as in like I'm the only one experience it no it's unique in the sense that you are only gonna have this experience a couple times in your life and this is the experience that you're in a room full of 50 or more people and every single person feels bad for you is feeling bad for you in that moment like actually has pity for you (laughs) and is thinking about how fucked up your life is right now. And yeah. That, is, that is, adds to the level of awkwardness. That's so true. I mean, there was like 200 or more people at this celebration of life. And like just thinking about how everyone was there to support me, my sister, and my dad is just crazy. And so I did want to like talk to people and hear some stories. And, and I did get that. But... When you're brought back to the reality of, like, the life that you have to live now without that person, it it doesn't, like, make it any better. It, no. it, it definitely is, like, okay, like, I'm glad that I get to hear these stories and be with all my mom's friends mm-hmm. and everyone who made the effort to come mm-hmm. and, you know, make their way to this because we had it in Chicago. And... There was a lot. We we obviously lived in a, several different places, so people had to come from different areas. And yeah. It was crazy to see this timeline of, like, all these people from my childhood up until I left for college. Like, all these people that I knew from different parts of where we lived. Yeah. Everyone kind of congregated together for this one reason. And the reason is that... It's a bad reason. Yeah. yeah and, the ba- and it's a bad reason. So that's exactly what it is. Like... It was a positive celebration, but also, like, at the end of the day, the reason Under why it's all happening... Under what circumstance, yeah. It, it brings you back down. Yeah, and I kind of want to go into the awkwardness in the sense that, like, I didn't know what the fuck to do. Like, the Japanese funeral process, I didn't know about. So when people are like, you have to bow he- at this time, I'm like, so me and my sister are both, like, awkwardly, like... Uh, they're like, oh you have to bow. And I'm like, that reminds me. And I'm like bowing. They're like, light the incense. I'm like, like, like I didn't know how to do these things. So it was yeah. so awkward. And like, That's true. there were certain places where they're like, you're walking the wrong way. I'm like, and like, I didn't know. Like, oh there's gosh, no rehearsal for these things. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, like, the fact I, that there's no rehearsal kind of fucks me up because, like, similarly to what you were saying, I didn't know what to do because, yeah. like, and um, they were reading, like, these scriptures and then you have to, like, respond. Yeah. And everyone was responding and I, I ended up choosing just not to respond at all because yeah. I, I didn't feel like faking it because I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Um, and I was, like, trying to read it and, like, I don't know. <laughs> it was, again, like, everyone apparently knows when yeah. to respond this this catholic response yeah but i'm sitting so, here in this catholic church like, like i've never what? set foot in a catholic church so i'm like eh, i don't really know what's going on here yeah and also my dad's funeral uh, not the cremation the funeral actual funeral i made him ramen 
very weird. Um, but it was oh his God, last. It was that. his last meal, and they were like, "Who wants to make his last meal?" And like everyone was like, "Yako should do it." And, like I got volunteered to make his me- ramen, and so I'm like making ramen in the middle of, after like this funeral. Like I guess what it is ramen? an intermission. It was this like vinegar. A or it's like-, like this very famous ramen that's popular in this small town we're from. It's called. It's like a vinegar broth ramen. Mm-hmm. Sounds mm-hmm. gross, but it's really good. No, it sounds great. It's a delicacy in this small town called Hiratsuka. Um, but that's what I made him. It's like this vinegar broth ramen that he loved, apparently. Which I've never seen him eat in my life, but apparently he <laughs> loved it. So I made it for him. And everybody's like, recording me. What <laughs> oh my this god, ramen. recording you? It was um, so awkward. Yeah, so that's what I mean by it was awkward. And also, like, seeing people I haven't seen in forever. trying They're, like, trying to, like, make small talk, like you said. I don't know, just all of this so yeah. uncomfortable. I think, yeah, I mean, it's just uncomfortable at all, through and through. Yeah. You know, people are, like, trying to take our minds off of it, quote-unquote, take mm. our minds off it, impossible, but then they'll start talking about something else, and then immediately when someone's talking about something else, I'm like, You're like what the, the Yeah, like, why are you fucking talking about this? Yeah. Any type of conversation that was not about... Like my mom. Yeah, you're like just just don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, I was like no, like I don't care. This is not the time. Yeah, because to me that felt like people were like trying to ignore it or avoid it, mm-hmm. and maybe they were, but also maybe they were just trying to talk about something else for yeah. one second. Yeah, you know, for me that was not something I wanted to do though. Yeah, maybe they felt like you needed to get your mind off of right. it, but like again, like. Just don't assume what the person needs. Ask them yeah. what they need. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, it's just... Uh, it's just yeah, so... Yeah, ask them what they need. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. And, yeah, literally, what else is there to say about this? Mm, I don't know. I feel like... I wonder if this isn't even, like, helpful to listen to. Like, I feel like we just kind of talk... Yeah, we're yeah. not... I mean, this one is not helpful at all. <laughs> um, okay, maybe a little advice for funerals. Honestly... What I can say, or what you can take away from what we just said for like about half an hour is that it is a fucking terrible day. So just let it be a bad day. It's going to be a tough one regardless. I mean, sometimes it's manageable, but overall, it's a fucking horrible experience pulling up to a funeral. So um, mm-hmm. if you're if you're listening to this to try to get what to expect, I mean... Every experience is different, you know, but it is hard. It is really hard. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's kind of traumatizing. And... It's a part of the journey, though. It, it is it's part a of part, the journey. The death already happened, so, like... The worst part... You can't really avoid the funeral. Yeah, and also, the worst part is that they're dead, and yeah. that has already happened. So you can would, handle it. Yeah, I would also say, do whatever the fuck you need to do and say what whatever you need to say. Like, don't let other people, like, maybe whether it's your other family members or maybe other people trying to give their input on how the funeral should go mm-hmm. or, you know, there's only one funeral. Or how you should act or how what you, you should, should be act. doing. Exactly. Everything. I mean, just do everything on your own terms. Yes. Yeah, set boundaries for yourself with other people and mm-hmm. with yourself, what you're willing to do. Set the limits, yeah. you know? Um, of course, that's, that's very difficult, of but course. in the end... You know, this is something that you deserve. You deserve to be at a wake or a funeral or a celebration of life. That is up to your 
liking. Yeah. Also, I want to say, because of the fact that I was associating at my dad's funeral, there were moments where I was laughing at the funeral. And that might sound really unhinged and weird, but then I remembered if my dad were here, like, that's what he would have wanted, is, like, for us to find little laughs and, like, little moments mm -hmm. of, like, this is funny. Yeah. Even though we're literally at my dad's funeral, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's what you have to remember is, like, it's okay, to, even though it's, like, uh, totally not the right setting, it's okay. Like, you know, everybody processes it differently. If you, something is making you laugh and you are like uh maybe you shouldn't do it in front of everybody but also at the same time like i think that person would want to have that relief like they don't want you to be sad all the time like they would want it to be like exactly like how it is mm -hmm. natural mm -hmm. you know whatever feels natural whatever comes natural to you mm -hmm. is how it's meant to be yeah I think that's a perfect note to end on. Yes. Well, thank you guys for sitting with us. Um, yeah. This one was definitely a little chaotic. If you listen to this all the way through, honestly, good for you. You guys are our fans. Yes. Yeah. I don't know really what the purpose now for <laughs> filming, um, but you know it's out there. Did it, I need to go into it? It's a story. <laughs> Whatever. It's a fun story, I guess. It's so fun. Like <laughs> so just... fun. Fun and funeral. Um, um, we did put the F U N in funeral today. That's for sure. <laughs> Some giggles, um, uh, uplifting all my, unrooting all my funeral trauma. Yeah, unpacking all my. You're um, welcome for everyone who Japanese funeral to know. trauma. Um, I know you guys really were trying to know what. Yeah. <laughs> what that was like. So there you go, it's, guys. This is crazy. You know, everyone who listens to the podcast, like you know, some intimate ass details about my life. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's actually uh, a little, a little <laughs> scary. To know yeah. That. It really is. But thank you guys for listening if you're still here. Um, yeah, make sure you like us on Facebook. Um, join our Facebook group if you're interested. We have an Instagram. We have a TikTok. We have all the socials. So please go follow us and support us everywhere you can. Um, yeah, if you want to support us, then yeah, that's how, <laughs> that's how you can do it. Subscribe on YouTube and we also have a feature your loved one. Yes, yes. Where you can feature your loved one with a photo and a little story and mm -hmm. caption on our Instagram every single week. And we also have a Facebook group yes. just for grieving people in their twenties. Yes. So please go follow us and go join. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it and we'll see you next time. Bye guys. <laughs>